Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. Come on right here, drop the tea. You know that it's the tea with Queen B. The shade. Hey, 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 what's going on to all my kings and queens and in-betweens? It's your girl, the one and only, captivating, illustrious, beautiful, all of those things wrapped into one. Oh, wait. What? You added some shit up. Miss B, Queen B, yeah. I, I mean, I feel like it needed more. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> of course, I know I got my right hand hitter with me, the motherfucking goddess. Why the fuck you ain't add beautiful and all this extra shit up in there that you done threw in there for yourself? You didn't ask. Doing that because you can't roll your tongue, bitch. Okay, exactly. Add it on in there, you know what I'm saying? Because what you got to be on it. When I say deep, you got to be like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> What's going on, y'all? We back or whatever. I think this is episode 15 of the second yeah, season. You know, one day I'm really going to go back through and count the um, episodes. That's really bad that I haven't done that. But I believe this is the 15th. Um, yeah, exactly. You know, we have a song for everything. But I am going to get to the bottom of it because it's either 14 or 15, whatever. We're going to go with it. Hey, guys. What's going on? How y'all been? I know the last episode was, I believe, not quite a month ago. I think it was like three weeks That's ago. Right, so, you know, I mean, I'm here by the grace. <laughs> by the grace. <laughs> y'all, randomly, I put up a Facebook uh, question that said, Name black phrases. No, phrases that you only hear in black churches. If it had not been. Oh, come on, somebody. (laughs) Y'all, Facebook did not disappoint. Y'all niggas ain't been in church in over a year. I'm telling you, people came out the woodwork with all of the church sayings. My favorite is um, giving honor to God, who is the head of my life. That's a good one right there. I think the the one that I heard the most was turn to your neighbor. Yeah. That was that was on there a, a bunch of times. And I'm like, people, read through the comments and decide to say something different. Because, yeah, because shit, listen, where we went, it was some other shit. Honey, the pos- put it in the microwave. Put it in the microwave, preacher. Right. <laughs> I was almost going to put that. I should have. Someone would have peed. Yeah, there was definitely a lot of, um, we basically all lived the same childhood. If you went to a black church, or whatever you, we all shared the same experience, which is crazy and kind of dope at the same time. Like, it wasn't just you who didn't want to get up for church on Sunday morning; uh-huh. it was me as well. Um, so what's been going on, Amps? <laughs> I'm getting ready for fall. Listen, I really should shop. I feel like where the hell's my fall clothes at? I don't know. I've been looking through my clothes too. First of all, I know nothing's gonna fit. That's number one. Let's just start there. And that's another thing. I'm also on that journey. So, I finally found someone I think I want to follow for my workout routine. I don't want to go outside, but I can barely walk Missy without being stalked. Plus, that girl that was just killed. That made me feel some type of way that crazy yeah, ass Yeah, that was crazy. I don't want to get into no routine and have nobody fall. Because a lot of motherfuckers don't even know that I live in the building. So. Yeah. I'm just going to keep it in the house, so I found a little, you know, workout something, something. I'm trying to lose, like, 20 pounds. Is yeah. No, I think that's a very... Uh, 20 pounds by when? <laughs> I don't... See, that's the thing. I don't put that much pressure. Okay. Just, that's the goal. 
20 pounds is the goal. Um, yeah, that might take a while, but listen. <laughs> I'm on it with you, girl, because, baby. You're going to be watching me work out. No, I've been going on walks. Okay, first of all, y'all, let me back up. I purchased a manifestation journal. It's sitting right here in front of me. I just have been at this point where I feel like I, I really need to turn a new leaf. I need to, you know, get my heart rate up, get some of these LBs off of me, not um, drink as much alcohol, just... So many things that I've been going through personally. This has really been a time of transition for me. I've been at home. Of course, um, those who listen to the show know that I've still been working on getting this knee better. And it has been, you know, a much better journey for me. I'm no longer walking on a cane. I'm, you know, moving about a little bit better. But, you know, just the depression of, you know, feeling like not what, not knowing what's next and where am I going to work and just how it's all going to work out. Your girl's been down in the dumps, y'all. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> but the Manifestation Journal has been helping me, you know, see some short-term goals, set some long-term goals, and really just, you know, ask myself innerly, like, why isn't it working and all of that. So I want all of y'all who are listening to join in with me in this mantra that I've been reciting three times a day. I do not chase. I attract what is meant for me will simply find me. You know, when you say that, people probably automatically think you're talking about romance. And I'm not. And it's 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 so not about romance. That's it's, what it sounds like. It's literally about attracting the things that are meant for me and the things that aren't serving me any purpose. You been watching that Asian lady? Who, Marie Kondo? Um, no, I haven't um been doing that because then I'll be purging the things that don't bring me joy i'm sorry y'all be y'all can have me eating this motherfucking y'all probably hear me wrestling <laughs> these damn neon gummy lightsabers they are so good Bold berry pink punch electric lemonade it's, i don't know what tasty though mm-hmm. the exotic flavors are really good too but yeah the manifestation journal i found it on amazon um if y'all want me Simone, is it Oh, no, it ain't from B. Simone, okay? No plagiarism going on over here. But if y'all want the link to that, you know, let me know, you know, somewhere on social media or... Um, I haven't been in it every day because y'all, let me just tell y'all. First of all, I took out my candles. I had my sage and Palo Santo burning. I blessed my house before I started this because upon opening the very first page, well, you know, reading through it, it asked you, you know, where do you see yourself in a year? And I automatically broke down into tears because I had no answer for that. A lot of people don't. A lot of people don't, but I guess it was confronting me. Exactly. So it's like forcing you to dig down deep and, you know, ask yourself the hard questions. And I love it. And, you know, y'all just come on this journey with me. I've been walking every day. I'm trying, again, to cut back the alcohol. I'm not eating as many snacks. Y'all, I also started eating the serving size of things. You actually been looking at the serving size? Fucking disappointing. Like, don't even look at the serving size because you're going to be mad as shit when it says you can only have two cookies. That made me think of them, um, Norm, what's the Norman? What's the, um... Oh, uh, Norman, the funny one? Yeah, Norman. Oh, got Freeman, Freeman, Norman Freeman, yeah. Damn, laid out the, um, he was, he was laying out his food for the week, what they call it, meal prepping, uh-huh. and he talk about some, I ate it all in one day. Salmon <laughs> <laughs> and some kind of vegetable and every container for the week. We were talking about some, I ate it all in one day. That's what I'm saying. That one little portion, I'm coming back. Yeah, first of all, yeah, that that's number one. That the 
the portion control thing is like really tough, but I've been sticking to it or whatever. If they say I can only have 14 cheese, it's well, damn it, I'm eating 14 cheese. I know you ain't pulling out 14 cheese. Yeah, I did. I pulled out 14 cheese. These are the big cheese. You know what? That's gonna make me just stop eating snacks because what I'm not about to do. <laughs> It's eat 14 Cheez-Its and then, like, that's a tease. It's so disheartening, though, because what's so funny... Okay, so I bought the big Cheez-Its, right? The big Cheez-Its, the serving size for 140 calories was 14 crackers. Uh, Goldfish, 130 calories, the serving size is 55 pieces. What the Who? Fuck? Who wants 55 goldfish? You never know. You might be eating because you're taking a handful and busting them in your mouth. True, true. 55 pieces. I'm like, damn, well, if I want to... Says that's okay. Period. Like, let me find. I need to get some goldfish. I have some here in the in the which come. I have goldfish. It's been one of my go to snacks. But all of that being said, you know, it's about the journey and it's about taking you know little steps. And I'm just really tired of being a fat jump. So yeah. I mean, I always been a bigger girl, but you know, looking at pictures of myself from even two years ago when I thought I was you know so much bigger, it was just like. No, bitch. Like, you was on to something. <laughs> <laughs> I got to get it together. Oh, bullshit. Um, but, yeah, um, y'all, just come on the journey with me. And, uh, yeah, we'll see how this thing goes. I know y'all haven't seen me, you know. I don't even post on social media like that. But I'm going I'm to bring it back. Amber, what yeah. have you been up to? I told you what I've been up to. I'm on a weight loss journey. Um, but are you working out? I'm also, I told you, I just found it. Oh, okay. So you haven't started yet. Right. But I did change my diet, though, which I don't eat bad anyway. You don't. I'm just a, I'm just a bit, because you know, I ain't saying it like three days a week. Right. But I'm just like, it's the snacks for me. Yeah. Amber will literally Uber Eats funnel cake fries. Like, <laughs> um. And then I feel bad about them going to pick up one little funnel cake fry, so I order two. Right. And that then it's just like, better. bitch is paying hella delivery fees for sweets in the middle of the night. Well, that's because, you know, I smoke to go to sleep, but then that's a downfall because I want a, a little snack. snack. So now I eat like watermelon before I go to sleep. It's the small changes that make a difference. Yeah, it is. I've been eating pineapples and like having like jello instead of and pudding. Things that are like low in calories or whatever. I don't know about jello. They ain't gonna do much for me. Yeah, it's just like the fruity taste that I like. And then like rice krispies. Yeah, yeah, it's like that weird feeling. Even though they said gelatin's not good for us, really? nothing's good for us nowadays That's or whatever. True. Yeah, it's just, it's crazy out here. We could talk, we're going to go on the food journey, you know, um, in an episode. Uh, some breakdowns, some things that, you know, I've been figuring out and discovering about food and all that stuff. But that's at another date. <clears throat> in um, news and uh, the things of the world that have been happening, we had Michael K. Williams pass, who um, was a, it's a big blow for the black community. Yeah, I mean, if you y'all don't know who Michael K. Williams is um, by name, he played in The Wire. He was Omar in The Wire, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, that's what most people know. Yeah, uh, he played so many but other even, things uh, Lovecraft though. Lovecraft Country, Lovecraft Country, which he was great in that as well. A whole bunch of shit. He just he was a part of the um that DMX um tribute that was just on TV not long ago. Who was that? The BT Awards or something like yeah. that? Yeah. Bianca thinks he's a fruit dude, but anyway. I, I honestly, I don't know what his actual sexuality is, but 
as his career progressed, he played a couple of gay roles. And you showed me him dancing the other day, and I was just like... He choreographed for a video or something, and I was like, hold on, baby, he's giving me Vogue hands right now, okay? <laughs> he was giving me hands, hands, hands. So, <laughs> look, I mean, either he's super, you know, was super comfortable with his sexuality, or, yeah. He was a great actor. Though. He was awesome. He was amazing. And he really was on the way to like Denzel status for me. Like he was getting so many more roles that was out of that thug character that he portrayed for so long that, you know, like Lovecraft Country. That's not something that, you know, he would have probably did, you know, some years ago. So definitely gone too soon. Along with Michael K. Williams, the comedian Fuquan. Johnson also passed away along with two other people. All of these deaths are allegedly being connected by overdose. I'm wondering um, who in Hollywood <laughs> is fucking y'all over. Right. How all in the same week? Yeah, what 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 the, the fentanyl the fentanyl um is getting out of control. And now it's like uh, you know, people, the dealers, I guess, are now cutting all of these drugs like heroin and cocaine and, you know, even, you know, Molly and stuff is being cut with fentanyl because it's strong, it's potent, and I don't know if it's cheaper, you know, or whatever, but, I mean, what ever happened to the good old baking soda? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like... I don't know much about it, but I know what I hear in the songs. And ain't nobody outwardly, openly talking about no goddamn fentanyl. And that's why you're seeing, literally, we were uh, uptown the other day. And we saw Unks just literally standing in one place, unable to move, to even speak, talk, do anything, but just stand in that one spot. I mean, they look like a little teapot. You could just push them over and they would have just fell to the ground. I thought about it. Literally. So, it's definitely um, an epidemic, you know, right now. Of course, um, when, when when drugs start killing white folks, it's it's a problem. Mm-hmm. You know, the crack epidemic came around and, you know, it was, let's get these drugs off the street and put these people in jail. And now, you can literally, in D.C., call a number and sign up to receive Narcan. To put it in your pocket so that in the event, oh gosh, my girlfriend's watching video, I mean, watching the football game, if y'all hear her in the background. But there are, you know, just so many people that have access to life-saving, you know, measures. Narcan is a life-saving drug that they give to people who are overdosing on the street. And now anybody has access to that because we need to save lives and we need to get a handle on the opioid crisis like where was that same energy for black people but that's interesting how um the white girl that was with that comedian that she just ended up in the hospital she didn't die with them oh with um there was another the person other, yeah so so it was him and, and two other um people died but the white girl who was also a comedian i can't remember her name she was just in the hospital maybe she didn't do as much or something but i mean y'all know how potent fentanyl is when the police officer they released the video of an officer just touching fentanyl by accident and he almost died literally his partner had to give him narcan to save his life just from touching fentanyl and this is what y'all want to ingest in your bodies like 
got to get a handle on it, life okay? The life cannot be this hard. Anyway, um, yeah, uh, RIPs to the people that passed away. Definitely a huge blow to the black community in general because, you know, he was just, like, such an advocate for That's his people. Like and it's like, man, when I saw it, I'm like, oh, shit, maybe you've had some COVID. Hold on, what the fuck? Right. I'm just, ugh, it just makes me so upset. Okay, in other news, um... I don't know. This is like celebrity gossip and everything. I don't know if y'all care, but I do. Whatever. So I'm going to talk about it. Diddy was spotted with Joey. Is her name Joy or Joey? It's Joy. Joy Chavez. Chavez. Who is Bow Wow's baby mother and also Future's baby mother. Right. People saying that Diddy was getting back at Future for stealing Lori. Now, (laughs) I don't understand it because Lori and Future are no longer a thing. She's with Michael right. B. Jordan. Right. So why did you, I guess maybe it took this long for you <laughs> to, to get through the Rolodex down to Joy. Because I, y'all can't tell me. Look, I understand Kim Porter passed away and that's, you know, details are sketchy at best on that. But y'all can't tell me that Diddy is not really in his feelings from Cassie living her best life. That's what I think is, is really coming down to because it's all these young ass girls. I mean, Lori and I'm Joy. Tired, and I'm tired. Into, um, I'm tired. Young Miami from City Girls. I'll be your unofficial girl. Cassie, Cassie moved on living her best damn life, married kids and shit. All of it. And I mean, hmm. I know he was just kicking her Carisha like a week ago. Now he on the damn yacht with Joy. Now I was here for the whole Carisha thing because that's an upgrade for her, baby. That's that's City Girl. That's City Girl 101. Like you didn't moved on up, baby. But just him being spotted with her and just the messiness of the small knit world of celebrity and how everybody is connected in this weird way. It, it, it's just like, don't you, I understand tax brackets do affect, you know, how you fuck with people or whatever. Mm-hmm. I totally understand that, but there's gotta be a better way. Right. Don't y'all want to date some publicist or something or, or, <laughs> or, um, some stylist or something. I mean, uh-uh. something y'all literally have passed around between Lori Harvey, um, Joy, um, what was the other one? Sierra. <clears throat> Sierra, no shade, no day. But she she went through the ringer before she found her Prince Charming. Okay. Yeah. Um. Also, um, what's the other girl's name? She was with Rick Ross. Lyra Galore. Mm-hmm. She. Oh, I mean, these are the same women that you see literally like, from man to man to man out here. Right. All these women at your shows. Who are what are willing to do anything for you? I mean, I'm not saying that that's where you should find them, but y'all are at enough industry party rubbing elbows with people that y'all don't have to be all popping up with the same bitches. Like, wow. First of all, if I was Carisha, I would cuss Diddy out because y'all was just out on the scene and just a couple days before he was on a yacht with Joy, they was um postable subliminal stuff you not know? only that they were kissing yeah but did he always post fuck it friday he does something she had balloons that said fuck it friday and then showing like his bottle of liquor Who, Carisha? yeah his bottle what's it called uh-uh. and my whatever. Carisha voice i don't like that uh-uh love oh yeah that's a new name I'll love because uh-uh, that, that's what we what we're not about what we're not gonna do 
Huh, that's what we nothing to do, okay, in my Karisha voice, okay? nothing, but... Of course, and you know, she's a bad bitch, you know, I feel like, you know, Karisha can feel like, you know what I'm saying, I get niggas, so I'm not really worried, but this is Diddy. This is like that, I mean, I think Diddy's a little bit, um, freaky, you know, I think he has some kinks to him. He definitely likes fingers in his booty hole. Oh, nah, my God. Like yeah, he's a kinky dick. motherfucker. Like his butt. I don't care what I've about. heard about a few parties that Diddy has that, thrown. Then, you know, people have done little documentaries and shit that said that they know for a fact that he fuck with men on the love. Yeah, and I truly believe that, but... I'm, I'm Again, I'm not out here to speculate on anybody's sexuality, but these are rumors that you hear in, you know, the celebrity world. Several men in the industry who are, you know, bisexual, and that's perfectly okay. But, like, stand ten toes down on that shit, okay? Right. Like, whatever. That's but, Joy, I'm mad at you, bitch. I mean, from Bow Wow to Future to Diddy, I mean, it's like progression. Right. I, I mean, can't be mad at that, girl. I mean, everybody... you ain't downgrading I mean, the fact that it's just so weird that the the, the Bow Wow connection with Sierra also, yeah. and then now Future. Future, it's just, it's so weird. I mean, it makes sense. Even if she don't fuck with him like that, it's like, the prices went up. Yes, the price is going up. Price is not today's, today's price. price. You done fucked around with Diddy, now it's like, you ain't seen me on that yacht with Diddy, you gotta come better than that. Okay, Jiggle Man said, that's the sound of price going up. Okay? Okay? I'm mad at you, Joy. Do your thing. I don't know if it's Joy, 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 whatever. Do your thing, girl. Um, in other news, Drake's new album dropped, uh, CLB, I think that's what it's called, uh, yeah. Certified Level Boy. Certified Level Boy. Uh-huh. Did you listen to it? Girl, yes. From beginning to end, listen to it, beginning to end, I have a few tracks, um, I have right now about four or five tracks that are, like, already in my rotation. Yeah, that's about it for that me. That I'm listening to, um, Get Along Better with, um... Ty Dollar Sign. Oh, it's up there for me. It's, I think it's only a couple songs I didn't listen to. I probably listened to it too late and I was falling asleep. But yeah. The last couple songs I haven't heard yet. The song Fair Trade, amazing. I've been losing friends and finding peace. <laughs> Honestly, that sounds like a fair trade to me. That's going to be on the radio soon. Because that right there, now. Was I'm already so- tired of hearing way too sexy. Right. What's so funny? I don't really like that song. Mm-hmm. I don't care the for it. The video's entertaining. What's so funny is, if y'all listen closely to Fair Trade and you are real Kanye fans from back in the day, he drops down the beat and says, I'm outside. Some, 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 some. I've been losing friends and finding peace. It sounds exactly like Kanye. Um. Oh my gosh. What is the song by Kanye? Outside, inside. This mother. Oh, I forgot what the fucking song is. But the riff, the way the beat drops, and everything is exactly like the Kanye song. I don't recall song. why they're beefing in the first place. I don't know. I, I I don't know if this has okay. I don't know if this has to do with just them dropping the the music, but it was something prior to that. Well, prior to that, I know that you know. I don't know if this is prior prior to that, but Kanye had dropped Drake's address. Mm-hmm. And deleted it. That's because of, of beef. whatever the beef was. I don't know if it was something that was said in a song or whatever, but the beef has been heating up. They've been going billboard for billboard. Um, Kanye now has like a huge billboard up in Toronto where Drake is from. Like, so <clears throat> it's been a lot of like. Wasn't them niggas cool? They were. They were. So like, uh, what the fuck? Happened? Somebody, somebody tap us in because 
Maybe I'm getting old, but I really don't recall why these niggas is beefing. And I also didn't listen to Kanye's I Okay, first of all, let, let me just, let me go here. Kanye's first track on the album is basically a seance called Donda. And it's literally like two minutes of someone in his family, I guess, just reciting her name over and over and over again. Donda, 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 Donda. Bitch, are y'all lighting the motherfucking candles? Let me go get my motherfucking holy water. Where my Florida water at? With their hoods up. Yeah. yeah, because a lot of people were saying that the um, album drop or whatever he was doing felt very culty. Um, that he had like bought out Marilyn Manson and all this. Like y'all motherfuckers don't even know that they was probably, you know, seance to y'all niggas while y'all was in the room in the <laughs> building. Well, didn't they say that um them saying Donda was like her last her time. heartbeat? It yeah, was to her heartbeat or whatever. And I understand the premise of it and everything, but everything has meaning to me. Everything has meaning. I mean, Kanye is. I didn't even bother to listen because I was in like two songs. I was over him after 808 and Heartbreak. Yeah. Honestly. I listened to two Kanye songs. That was it. Yeah. And I, I'm going to go back and, you know, give it an honest try. But this whole, I don't know if it's gospel, I don't know if it's rap, it's just really it's weird like to you me. Can't, it's, it's giving demonic cult vibes and then you're trying to bring God into it. It's just throwing me off. It's throwing me way you off. You can't, you can't serve two masters, okay? I mean, but I mean, at the end of the day, his production is always great. He is a right. musical genius at the end of the day. So yes. I probably will still tune in but like i don't like that because i don't play with i don't play with jesus like that don't 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 talk about jesus and then you got marilyn manson who who's on the other end of the spectrum right it just it's making me it's is it a mockery is it a mockery of god you know because it's 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 borderline every sunday yeah it's borderline giving mockery i don't know but you know, just the fact that they both dropped around the same time, I believe this is why Kanye's album took so long to drop because he was getting wind that Drake was going to drop his album soon. I think he was trying to close that gap a little bit. Kanye but that, Nick, I, 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 look, I'm sorry. Nowhere did you really think that Champagne Poppy was going to drop and you were going to have a better album than him. Yeah, this nigga Drake has no problem crying on the beat. Like, <laughs> what do you mean? The poll is out, and definitely everyone voted that for sure. Had a better album, even though I feel like uh, it's two totally different bodies of work. They don't even have the same kind of music, so it's hard to kind of compare them two as artists. Right? But Drake definitely. Everyone's bumping Drake. It sounds like everybody's bumping Drake. Everything on Drake now. Don't get me wrong. This sounds like old Drake to me. This is like classic sounding drake with a lot of samples um i i love it but like best i ever had drake yeah it, it's giving best i ever had drake and he's doing a lot more singing on this album than he did on his last album the, like him right now, little heart in his head all this damn time the bars he I, I mean look i'm not a super drake fan either he he has his cds that come out his albums come out i'll listen to him or whatever you know i have my little tracks but this was good this was worth the wait and my hat's off to you, Drake. Now, what Drake did, which was funny, Drake got a hold of a Kanye diss track against him. Kanye did a song with DMX, rest in peace, DMX and Andre 3000, which apparently took some shots at Drake. Drake got a hold of it and leaked oh, it. That's why. So I didn't hear it or anything, but I did 
see Andre 3000 because he he put it out there. He wanted it to be known that he hopped on it before he heard the diss. Right. He wanted okay. to put that out there. Yeah, don't be bring your um three stacks into this, okay? That's my man. Because what you're not going to do is mess with his name yeah, like that. It's unproblematic. So let's just not Period. Do that. That's what you're not going to do, okay? I am curious to listen to the diss track. Uh, a lot of people are saying, you know, Drake, you really don't want to go that far with Kanye when y'all getting into diss wars because your diss kind of always flop, Drake. And yeah, we didn't forget that, what you want me. Yeah, we, we, we never forget. So, um, we'll see what's to transpire from that if you haven't listened to Drake's album. I think it has some good bangers on there. There's some nice little bops. There's definitely some radio bangers that you're going to hear going into the fall, winter, it's definitely gonna be a champagne poppy winner. So <laughs> I feel like well, that was perfect for fall. You know, it's about to be um, you know, a couple uh, seasons, so that mm-hmm. was good. But we really can't say because we both didn't listen to Kanye's album. So. I'm gonna give it a better listen. Like I said, you know, I kind of just bounced around a little bit, but yeah. In other news, y'all, uh, <clears throat> Lil Nas X is still trolling super hard okay y'all all know that a couple i guess like a week and a half ago he dropped the um art for like i guess the the lead up to the album montero which was him looking pregnant mm-hmm. and lil boosie went crazy lil boosie said that um he tweeted this. I be thinking that this nigga going to turn around and suck his background dancer's dick on national TV. <laughs> <laughs> At this point. At this point. Now, is Lil Nas X like super outrageous and all of that? Absolutely. But is he so good at trolling it's not even funny like I cannot even I be mad at him. I get here from Old Town Road. It's like are you are you really this extra in real life or did you turn this up because you felt like you needed to keep the momentum like i'm just i'm starting to wonder if this is more for a plot like a like a plot i think so i think that there was nowhere for him to go from old town road because it had put him in this box of like little kids like you and you're on kids bop and that's where everyone's fuck so it's like kind of like backfire with him doing this because it's like you done reeled all these kids in right and now you're doing this wild shit and now you got your booty hole out in videos <laughs> um yeah now on, on the other side of that he's so good at trolling because then he tweeted and said niggas be like you desperate for attention then proceed to give it to me right i was like <laughs> <laughs> obsession at this point he talks about him every week like literally so Lil Nas X went on to also tweet that he was not representing anyone but Lil Nas X Mm -hmm. and that he wanted that to be very clear I think that he did have to change his image a little bit for him to continue keep being popular and he needed something big Mm -hmm. because how are you going to go from Old Town Road to you know, this industry song or whatever. Now, don't get me wrong. That industry joint is a bop. And this one is for the champion. I'm like, hey, I told you long ago. Hey, I be getting it now, off that. this music is 
music is very catchy. It's just the extra shit that comes along with it. It's like... It's extra. You but, gotta twerk on the devil. Right. I, I do think that he is purposely... that That's his production team. That's somebody in his ear saying, if you want these numbers to keep going up, you need to be in shock and awe. And one thing you are certain to get if you lock in the LGBT... QIA plus 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 people, they will love you forever. And now with the whole thing with him, you know, um, with the pregnant pictures releasing and all of that or whatever, people are saying, you know, he's influencing our kids and this and that and the third. And someone else tweeted in rebuttal to that that Arnold Schwarzenegger had an entire movie about him being pregnant. I forgot what it was. He was like the pregnant man or whatever. And that's like a household, you know, movie that everybody watched. It was oh so funny. Mm -hmm. And so now, you know, this, you know, black openly gay guy comes out with this. And now it's all this backlash. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we just weren't hearing these same things or whatever back then when there were several other people who have done you know, this kind of same thing, you know, a man who looks pregnant, whatever. Lil Nas X, make your money. Do I feel like he should turn, um, turn, turn, tone it down a little bit? It's hard because he has very poppy music, which is going to naturally bring in a younger audience. Right. Now he did again, tweet again, another tweet that he tweeted after he said something about, um, only representing himself was, if I take a shit on myself, are your kids going to want to shit on themselves too? Mm-hmm. And it's just, you know, trying to put in perspective that you keep saying that I'm influencing these kids negatively, but it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. I get it, but at the same time, it is everywhere. And our kids have access to everything it's and they like, see everything. But what were, what reaction were you going? That's what I'm saying. Like, I feel like you're doing too much for attention at this point because... No one looked at that and was like, yes, you look good. Like, no one, everyone's confused. Yeah, I think it was, I think it was for the shock and awe factor. And someone said that it was also in, um, because Drake had released his album art, which were pregnant men Mm -hmm. emojis, Mm -hmm. that he dropped that like right after. Mm -hmm. So it was kind of like this whole play on the whole thing or whatever. And again, a way to get the attention up. Whoever is, I mean, it's working. Yeah, whoever is marketing team. Everyone's talking about. I'm not gonna lie. Montero is a good song. Industry baby is a good industry. Whatever it's called, it's a good song. Whatever. Do your thing. I ain't mad at you, boy. That's what Tupac said. Um, what else is going on? Let's see. Also, uh, while I'm wrapping up this section. Um, today, President Biden at, went um, on live at 5 o'clock today, basically making what felt like to me, uh, it was almost a scolding. And I, I mean, I'm, I'm speaking as a person who I'm not afraid to admit to anybody that I am not vaccinated right now. Um, however, the speech that the president, the leader of the free world gave did not feel free at all. It felt Biden was using rhetoric along the lines of his, you know, his patience is wearing thin to the point where they basically made it seem like, okay, this summer was fine. And we gave everyone the chance to get this vaccine on their own. And now we're about to, 
redirect your lives in ways that you will not be able to do anything but get the vaccine. And again, I understand what everyone is saying to me. Don't get me wrong. I have people who are combative with me on Facebook all day about my opinion because my opinion still stands that this vaccine is not the end all be all. And while everybody is running around here with no social distancing, not wearing masks, taking trips, doing this, doing that. The only narrative that they continue to push is that you need to get the vaccine and this will all go away. But before we were being so careful because we didn't have a vaccine that we kind of had to keep everybody away from each other for a little bit. I know that it gets super political, more political than that. And, you know, it's the thing about the economy and needing to get people back to work. I completely understand. However, the narrative that media continues to push out there that unvaccinated people are the reason why COVID is being perpetuated, I think is preposterous. I definitely think it is too, just because for the simple fact, every person I'm hearing about, I know three people right now with COVID and they all have been vaccinated. I, I'm not hearing about people that are not vaccinated with COVID right now. Yeah, because... It's the, it's the vaccinated one. Right, because it, on the news right now, they will give you numbers that 0.001% of vaccinated people are getting COVID or are dying from COVID. And while I get the narrative that this vaccine is saving lives in the event that, you know, you won't die from it, I am a little bit upset about how the world or America is going about getting people to get vaccinated. Mm -hmm. You have right now 2.1 federal um, employees who have 2.1 million federal employees who have 75 days to be fully vaccinated. And you're talking about people being at risk of losing their jobs. Um, and, you know, I feel like this is really the full court press. I mean, you're, you're, you're having people that you can't fly without being vaccinated. You can't attend school. Yeah, you can't go to certain universities. We talked about this in the last episode, you know, charging people extra money. They were saying something about doubling plane tickets for people who are not vaccinated. So, and that's just all about money because now how is that helping this situation? Do you feel like that's going to make people not want to fly? It's like, oh, I ain't paying that. Right. Well, I think it's basically trying to coerce people by saying... This is how your life is going to be impacted if you don't get this shot. That you're going to have to pay this money. And people, they want people to break down and say, fuck, well, I guess I just got to go ahead and do it now. And Dr. Fauci even said it. He's like, "Um, well, with the mandate, we're going to see a lot more people voluntarily getting vaccinated. Well, it's a mandate. So they wouldn't be voluntarily doing shit. Right. And now you have people like Howard Stern who went on his talk show and openly laughed about anti-vaxxers who have died from COVID and Mm -hmm. said, fuck their freedom. He said, I want my freedom to live Mm -hmm. and said that their freedom did not matter because they were anti-vax. Now, I am not anti-vax in the sense that COVID doesn't exist and it's this government thing and all of that. It's a very real thing. No matter how it got here, what monkey they didn't butt fuck to put the COVID in to give it to everybody, I don't fucking know. But is it here and is it very real? Absolutely. But I can also attest to, you know, 
someone in my family who is a living testimony who did get through COVID with pre-existing conditions and wasn't vaccinated. And then you hear about people who, you know, are vaccinated who are still being put on ventilators and stuff. Right. I just, I'm so confused right now. And to everyone out there just saying, just get the shot, just get the shot. I'm look, I love y'all, so I don't want to lose any listeners. It's just like, so much. It's just too much. It just doesn't make sense to me. So. Yeah, it's just, it's very, it's, it's, it's the pressure that doesn't feel right to me. Yeah. It's the pressure. It's you telling me that if I want an education in this country, in this free world, that I need to be fully vaccinated before I can pay y'all money to go to school. It's giving dictatorship right now. It's, That's what I don't like. Nobody, and, and, and I've taught, I have a doctor on my um facebook who was basically telling me that the the unvaccinated people are the reason why she was basically saying in so many words that people aren't getting vaccinated and covid beds are filling up and so the people who need other treatments aren't being treated because covid is in the way of that and people are losing their lives because of that too and i was like i get it i'm not saying that people aren't being hospitalized but it looks to me That y'all telling me that before COVID happened, all of this, I mean, New York City was piling body bags of people up in refrigerator trucks. Mm -hmm. Hundreds of thousands of people going into hospitals, X, Y, and Z. Now the news has pushed this narrative that hospitalization has doubled or tripled or X, Y, and Z and... Okay, well, now you need to get vaccinated. Now that 50% of the country is vaccinated, now you're telling me that this is accelerating and more people are going to pass than before we had the vaccine? That doesn't make sense to me. I understand there's science behind it and all of that, but y'all already talking about booster shots and all of this. I'm going to need y'all to get that science down a little bit better before... Y'all stick me with anything. That's my whole thing. And then also, what is this new strain that they're saying that the vaccine doesn't do shit? Mu. Now, they've been gone through, I don't know how they got from Alpha to Delta to Lambda to Mu. Y'all just moving through the daggone Greek alphabet. What's next? Omicron? So, what is the point of getting the vaccine if this if it's not going to do anything against this mu. Yeah, I, I just... Well, they said that, the you know, the mu um, variant isn't the prevalent, the most prevalent the Delta variant is. But again, a year from now, what if y'all come back and say the COVID, original COVID vaccine is not effective at all? And if you got that vaccine, now you need to get another vaccine because y'all already talking about a booster shot eight months after being fully vaccinated. I'm going to tell y'all what I've been doing. Get your vitamin D up, especially my people of color. Get your vitamin D levels up to maybe at least 30. Try to get your vitamin D levels up. Stick to your vitamin regimen every day. Elderberry, zinc, magnesium, vitamin D. Um, keep your water intake up. We need to be building up our immune systems. And I talked about this the last episode. You know, no one's talking about that. You know, they're, they're, they just want you to just get the shot. And that's it. That's all. That's the only solution that the social media world has for you is to get the fucking shot. And I'm going to need y'all to come a little bit better than that. But 
yeah, Biden um, definitely said that there were 80 million Americans who weren't um, vaccinated. And, you know, he, I mean, he was clenching his teeth like a grandpa. I mean, he was like, I mean, our patience is wearing thin. He said, if you want to be a federal worker, you want to work for this agency, work for this government, you will be vaccinated. And I'm talking without my top lip right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to stay on that too long because, like I said, I have my own, um, you know, my own, you know, mindset when it comes to that. If it came down to me being able to take care of me and my family and having to get the shot, I would go down with a fight, okay? I would be in there with a shirt on that says the government is making me do this shit, okay? <laughs> I mean, like, I am going to be adamant that I am not happy about it because now you're talking about... Think about it. Y'all have all these people. They just cut off unemployment. They cut off unemployment for all these people. Y'all got all these people that y'all can't even get to go back to work because they have to be vaccinated. Mm-hmm. And now y'all are proposing Amazon, Walmart, Target, all these places are offering to pay college tuition for free and do all this X, Y, and Z just to get people to come work because they're going to have to be vaccinated. Like, don't y'all see the, the, whatever, what in the handmaid's tale is going on? Look, whether you're vaccinated or you're not vaccinated, you know, stop with the superiority complex on either side. You know, that is your personal choice. Um, I get it. If you, look, I ain't hating, but Biden was sounding like a mad daddy today <laughs> on the news. And I, I just, I couldn't fucking take it. Um... Yeah, I think I'm wrapping that up for things that are going on in the news this week. Everything going on. I've been on it for 45 minutes already just talking about bullshit. Um, That's what happens when when you um, go MIA for three weeks. Exactly. Also, 9-11 is upon us. Um, This is the... I don't know what anniversary this is for 9-11, but um, right now, I guess... This is probably going to be the first... 9-11 9-11 in a long time that I feel like people are going to be paying extra attention to because of everything that just happened over um, in um, Afghanistan or whatever. So we'll see. Everybody remembers where they were. I believe we were in middle school and uh, we were in a school that wasn't telling us what was going on because we were in middle school. I, I know that the high schoolers got to like watch it on TV, but I remember... You know, I will never forget it. Mr. Ellis, my teacher, my English teacher, he was so weird, but he could not hold back tears and wanted to tell us so bad. He was like, something, you know, America has changed today. He was like, we're going to, you guys are going to find out about it. Like, it was killing him. I mean, we they told us what happened. They did eventually, but when it first had dropped, they weren't letting teachers turn on the TV or anything in middle school. I didn't school. watch it on TV, but I heard about it in my classroom because I remember I was so worried because dad worked. Um... Yeah, once I heard about it, we went to the office and our mom picked us up. Yeah, because our dad worked at the Pentagon at that time. Yeah. But yeah, 9-11, um, let us not forget, you know, all the lives that were lost. All the people who are now coming out with um, long-term effects from um, being in the towers, um, our first responders who now have all types of cancers and, you know, um, lead poisoning and just all, all of these after effects that, you know, people realize there it's years and years later, but people are still so affected. You're talking about 3,000 people who lost their lives that day. So, yeah, just be, you know, in, in remembrance and, you know, um, 
grateful for the people who put their lives on the line to try and save people and all of that. Um, as of 9-11, Amber and I will actually be at a funeral. Our grandfather passed away on my father's side. Rest in peace, Granddaddy Shanks. We just love and miss him so much already. And I'm really upset because my grandfather was a type that always wanted to educate you. And he used to do stuff like give us dictionaries for no reason. Like, this is the newest, uh, latest edition of Webster's and like you know give you that or whatever and they keep just so informative and talkative and definitely sad to see him go he was so well loved and respected in his church so we going to a proper funeral y'all okay I don't know what be going on in these new age funerals but I've been to a couple of funerals in the past years where nobody was dressed up people was very much giving ghetto um giving smoking in the parking lot i guess you know these are younger people but for me you know a funeral is just like going to a wedding i hate to say it like that but this when you put your best foot forward to pay your respects to the person who is no longer here with us and you know you go in there on your best yeah you feel me so amber had to buy something new i sure did (laughs) because They made it clear. It's like, all right, This now, is not a love and hip-hop funeral. Now, it's not like I would have went into a church. I mean, I grew up in church. I would have yeah. shown cleavage, but... Yeah. Um, no pants. Like they said, no, no red and... Yeah. most of my shit is fitted yeah i actually tried on i was gonna wear that blue and white dress Mm -hmm. but like my booty is like judy papow in that joint and mm -mm, you ain't gonna have no people talking about me up in my granddaddy church Mm -mm, mm -mm, that ain't what we gonna do but anyway um yes we'll be back after a quick little breaky breaky little bricky and uh yeah don't go anywhere Hey guys, if you're at home right now thinking, dang, how can I start my own podcast and you got some stuff to say, you need to definitely utilize Anchor. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast and it is free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or your computer. Anchor will also help distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on multiple platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and so many more. You can also make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's dope because, you know, sometimes some of us get a little, you know, frazzled about who's listening or not, but you can still make your coins. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Alrighty then, moving right along with the show. Y'all know I love to do a history segment. On this day, September 9th, 1776, I'm taking it all the way back. 1776 should sound like uh, a date you've heard before. Um, 1776, the United States of America, as you know it today, was officially declared the United States of America because it was actually called the United Colonies before. So this was the whole change over from British rule where they basically said we ain't no damn colonies we are states independent of ourselves so that was the point of calling it the United States and not the United Colonies quick little history lesson for you there not that that really mattered to us because again as of 1776 you were considered three-fifths of a person so I just thought that that was um I'm also into like language and things and like why things are the way they are. So I thought that was a good little history for today from a long, 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 long time ago. All right. Jumping in. 
flip my little page. <coughs> Sorry, y'all. Wow. <laughs> oh, wow. Today's episode, I don't know if I want to call this uh, moving at the speed of light or <laughs> what? <laughs> slow down in my Bobby Valentino voice. I don't know because today we're going to be talking about how everything around us is just changing, evolving, and it's all just moving a little too fast for me. Okay. Um, we're going to talk about it from um, a school perspective, I guess, a little bit because that's just what's been in my face at me for like the past I swear, I've been seeing first day of school pics for like a month now. Mm-hmm. I, I think that's, I mean, they, they're starting at different times. Yeah, they're starting at different times, but I feel like it didn't used to be like that. Mm-hmm. I felt like we all started either before Labor Day or right after Labor Day. There was like no, you know, I mean, I was seeing folks, I guess, down like Atlanta and certain places that their kids have been in school since like, mid-August or something like that right so um yeah school started back for all the little kiddos and um you know school starting back this year is a little bit different because of COVID because these kids have been out of school for you know over a year so it was really good I'm really not a fan usually of seeing all y'all first day of school pics I don't have kids and I really don't care to see y'all kids in their uniform for the first two weeks of school. Like, y'all all look the same to me. I can't tell y'all apart any fucking way. So, why? Okay, first day of school. I'm going to give you that. And I think I talked about this last year. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you the first day of school. But when we start getting into the second and third weeks and you still posting pictures of your kids, day 27, like, I'm over you at this point. Okay? I think they're so excited this year because those kids been in the house. Exactly. And I think that's why I think I was giving it what what it needs to to get. And they have done grown up because you ain't been seeing much of these damn kids on social media but shit they got big these yo these kids ki- in two years bro somebody came and said their child was like 15 and I was like what when did this happen first of all I don't know what y'all feeding these kids I don't know what's in the water but y'all kids is big as hell Okay, I mean, and I don't mean just big, like, nutty professor. There are some chunkies out there. But, I mean, these kids are tall. They got big feet. The kids are huge, okay? Because we wasn't like that when we were young. Literally, look at a picture of yourself in fifth, sixth grade. Literally. Like, just, just, just pull up a picture of yourself. You look like a puny little kid. Yeah, I don't know what's going on. You look like Diary of a Wimpy Kid. Yes, like sir. you literally little uh, everything it little. Is, it's bigger <clears throat> shit. Like why are you taller than me in middle school, man? I mean, I'm seeing middle schoolers with, I mean, boys with titties. Like <laughs> straight up huge ass everything. I mean, <laughs> I seen a girl post a picture of her son, and this nigga looked like the motherfucking Michelin Man. <laughs> And he was only in ninth grade. He was fucking huge. Like, don't that don't sit right in my spirit. Now I know when we was when we was young, it was like one or two that looked abnormal. Like, like yeah, like you're you're the tallest kid in your class, all of them. bro. These kids are huge. Okay, 
I mean, somebody said that their daughter was in fourth grade and she was like five nine already. And I was like, I mean, I mean, I guess kids now are used to it because there's like big kids everywhere. But when I was in school, I had my friend Donisha, love you girl, was like the tallest girl in our class. Mm-hmm. And she was noticeably taller than everybody else. And it was just like her and like maybe two other That's kids. That's what I'm saying. It's always a, a few sprinkled in there, but they're all so fucking cute. Yeah. Endless photos it's of first day pics. Yeah. The, the kids is. Whoo. Um, I hope that you all are reiterating to your kids that. COVID is very real, that they need to keep their fucking mask on at school. I don't care if the school don't have a mask mandate. Some of these schools don't have a mask mandate. I do not care. What? Yes, yeah, some of these schools, especially Southern schools, don't have no mask mandate. I don't give a damn if the superintendent himself came down and said you did not need to wear a mask while you're at school. Teach your kids that the mask is so important. I have a little... Um, my niece just started school and I have a little bit older niece who's going to first grade, you know, starting school. And, um, I just need to know what are we doing here to protect these little young kids out here that all of a sudden, mysteriously a year ago, when none of our kids getting sick, now all the kids is now getting sick from COVID. I look, I ain't going to get into my conspiracy theories, but it's looking a little controlled to me. Um, but yeah. So now the kids are getting sick. The kids, I hope, are washing their hands. And I feel so bad for all of these kids who, like my brother, you know, his daughter started her very first day of school ever. And they couldn't even walk their kids to their class. What? Yeah, because they weren't allowing. I believe it was like one parent could go in. And then that was for like the first like day or two. And then after that, you drop your kids off outside and the teachers and everything come get them That's from outside. They, they control and shit, but it doesn't make sense because I've had a client who said that her child got sick and the whole classroom didn't even quarantine. Only the couple of kids that were at the same table yep. on that side of the class had to go home and quarantine. So it's like, y'all acting like y'all on top of the shit, but doing stuff that don't make sense. So everybody got to be vaccinated. Y'all pushing the vaccine. All the, all the teachers and the staff got to get vaccine. You want the students to get vaccine, but somebody gets sick in the class and, and y'all not quarantined. Yeah, it's a lot of contradictory, you know, stuff going on. So just like make sure that your kids are like, okay, and that you, I, I wouldn't care. I'm telling my kids, wash your hands every hour, every hour on the hour. Okay. Like just make sure they all right. Now, in other news, with the kids going back to school, I don't know what it was with the the pandemic. I guess, you know, kids were at home and they had, like, access to um, just, you know, more social media. TikTok has blown up. Um, these kids don't look like kids no more, okay? I uploaded a picture of myself in sixth grade, um, Harry Potter glasses, hoop earrings and the flip of all flips okay honey and people cracked up it went you know it did well social media we'll say that did well but I felt like I looked like a kid you know I looked like a kid I had on a soft training bra like you kind of look like a kid because you mostly look like an auntie but you didn't look like a stripper which is what these little girls look like bro these kids are going to school in lace fronts Bundles, nails, 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 long nails, lashes, 
face beat, all of that. We literally had to beg for MAC lip glass when we were kids. Yeah. Like, that was, like, the thing. Because we was busting vitamin E capsules. Hello? And putting it on our lips to get that shine. That, that shine, to get that drip, okay? <laughs> Hold your lips. I was known for that drip. Y'all, listen. Like, do you have to put on so much lip We're going to post our um, middle school photos Amber literally, mom used to say all the time that Amber looked like she was eating fried chicken. Because when I say the drip, honey, remember those old school lip glosses that was real fruity and shit? No, that wasn't enough for Amber, okay? It wasn't thick enough. I had to bust open them vitamin E, and I would take them to my friends. They'd be like, bring me one. Bust open one of them vitamin E little capsules Mm -hmm. and spread it on my lips. And that was the gloss that I needed. It was thick. You know how foolish you look using a tack to bust open a vitamin E to put a... <laughs> and everybody wanted them. Yes, they'd be like, do you have one of those little pills? My boyfriend was mad as hell, my tacky ass lips. Yeah, because it was sticky. First yeah. of all, I'm going to get a hold of some vitamin E so I can just <laughs> experiment and see how fucking sticky. It's like putting corn syrup on your fucking lips. Like, you need to stop what you're doing. Mom wouldn't give us the Right, and that that was the thing. And even when we were in middle school, the flavored lip glosses were, I mean, we were going, remember people were trading lip glosses? I want one. People were trading lip glosses, were coming, oh, you got that grape, where'd you find grape at? Yeah. The beauty supply store by us don't got peach, like, yeah. where did you get, oh, kiwi, that's the new flavor, like. Yes. I'm definitely going to get me a roll on. Because all. That shit dry up in five Two seconds, minutes. and you will bust it right back out and roll it right back on your lips. That's what I'm saying. It's probably a good moisturizer. Right, but, but it was probably, it was, it was only just smell good. I don't even know if they have them anymore. Them. Oh, y'all gonna get me one old school, bam, who this? Everybody don't have them. But like these kids are, even I believe, this was like a few years ago when I was still living with my dad, they were like fostering a younger girl. Mm-hmm. Ugh, what a troll. Anyway, oh, they were fostering God. a younger um, girl or whatever and they were like going all out buying her MAC makeup and it had the nerve to fucking tell me, here I am as an adult, I had the nerve to tell me that, oh, she's self-conscious about her face. Well, get that bitch some proactive. Like, like y'all gave me. Fuck you talking about. Get the hell so proactive. I've been proactive for like three months when I was young. Correct. Like, y'all gonna buy her makeup the cake on her ugly face or whatever instead of just trying to clear up. Beyond talking about a whole orphan right now. She is some shit. <laughs> no, that wench stole my shoes. So, there you have it. Carpe diem, bitch. Like, oh, but, you know, I'm, I'm when I say full on, okay, even when we were in school, for you, girl, a girl to have, like, a full weave was even a thing. Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, my God, girl, you got weave in your hair? Like, first of all, the boys joked about you. They talked about you all day if you had weave in your hair. It wasn't like, oh, girl, that look good. Like, it was like, bitch, you wearing weave that horse hair in your head? Like, right. it wasn't like, oh, you a bad bitch. It was just like, where your hair at? You bald. Like... It wasn't anything, like, good. And if you were wearing, like, weave and stuff to school, you was one of the grown bitches. You was, like, the fast ass. Like, 
There was a couple in our school when I was like, got to high school. And even in our middle school, there weren't, the girls weren't wearing weave. Girls were wearing like braids sometimes. I mean, even in our school, if you had the micros, mm-hmm. bitch, you was popping. Like brandy. Bitch, you was grown. Mm-hmm. Though I wasn't even allowed to have micro braids. It's, it's really the parents. The parents is letting these kids have whatever and do whatever. I, I don't know if it's because the kids, uh, the, the parents are getting younger or if the parents aren't trying to get younger, they're just trying to stay younger mm-hmm. because that's like the new, you know, wave or whatever. But, bruh, these kids is grown as hell. Anytime you could get matching outfits from Fashion Nova for your kid. Not matching. <laughs> yes, they have the matching mommy and me outfits and some of them be crop tops with the fitted little i seen a um little baby girl in a um it was like a you know the knit two pieces Mm -hmm. they're like the long pencil skirts with the like crop tops she had on one of those not (laughs) first of all i don't mind doing little matching outfits but can it not be fashion over girl I mean, I thought that the kids, I thought it was spicy when H&M started coming out with like liquid leggings for little babies. And I thought that was like funny and cute and like, but now there are like purses for little babies and, you know, designer looking sunglasses for little babies. Stop what the fuck you doing because, you know what, I think it's ghetto. And then those are the ones that are letting their kids have lace fronts and nails and shit by the time they get to school. Because, I mean, look how you had them dressing as a baby. I mean, anytime I'm seeing ninth grade girls go get full mink lashes for school. Like, are you serious? What? Girl. I thought I was dipping and doing it when I showed up at school with a Dutch Egg Abana t-shirt on with the Azuri skirt. Girl, when I was putting my press ons from the damn um, beauty supply store, wasn't even allowed to use nail glue. Right. Come on, come on, somebody. You had to use the little sticky pieces that came in the pack with the nails. We were so desperate for fake nails when we was young. We would paint tape on our hands. Okay. Yes. Don't even get me started. Period. Full on nail polish on scotch tape, bitch. What yes. you know about <laughs> it? Walking around the house with our hands up, with giving. <laughs> her okay <laughs> couldn't even tap on them bitches okay yes. and like and we couldn't um do our nails like red no we couldn't that wear wild grown. colors that was grown even if we tried to wear like a little um lip gloss if you could see a red tint my mother was not having it and y'all think it's so cute, you know, putting little kids in stuff like this because it's cute. But like you said, these kids grow up and they think that that is what they're accustomed to. And so right. they're trying to evolve from that place, not evolve as a kid. Like, I love when little kids look like little kids. Yeah, and then they probably be teased at school or like probably like they don't fit in because it's not many of them yeah the same thing with you know these young kids having phones and stuff like that you know you're not a cool kid if you don't have a cell phone right and i mean some of the first day pictures i was literally seeing kids in like ninth grade wearing like crop tops to school like when were what? What is your dress code at your school that you're even getting away with that? I'm about to say we couldn't show our damn stomach. Could not show your stomach. You know how many times I can remember three times I was asked to <coughs> either put on my gym clothes or I need to go home and change. Right. 
And that was, you know, my skirt was too short. I will, I will never forget this outfit like it was yesterday. And I thought I was popping. Okay. Was when, <clears throat> okay. It was a um. It was like one of those shorts, but it was like a one piece. Mm-hmm. And it was like um spaghetti strap. Mm-hmm. And over top of it, I had, remember the fishnet? Fishnet was crazy, but it was a poncho. And it was pink. Okay. And I had that over top of it or whatever. And I had on like some pink sneakers or something. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> I was very, I had body, you know, in high school. And I had, I will never forget, Miss Thompson. Remember, she was like real hard and rough. She was like, she looked dykey, but she had dreads in her hair. She had a raspy voice and she was short. She was a PE teacher. She was like a coach, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She had like a raspy voice or whatever. She did not play with me. Yeah. She came on. She was like, uh, Miss Shanks, what you need to do is either go put on your gym clothes or you're going to have to go home and change. And I was like, why? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, what was she was in? like, my shorts were too short. I was just looking figuredly. You know right. what I'm saying? And, uh, of course, I was upset about that because I'm like, if one of these little white girls is around here wearing this shit, right. you would not say that. So, like just say you was looking at my body, yada, yada, period. <laughs> <for you>, okay? <laughs> so, it's like, all right, well, are they leaning on them now? Because the way they be going to school is like, how are, like you said, how are you able to? So, it's they fall too. Hmm. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no. Oh no, 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 no. Like, I'm just. Let the kids be kids. I'm not saying that, you know, some of it is really cute. Even, you know, two grown hairstyles on, you know, younger kids. You know what I'm saying? Putting hair in their head and. Oh, they like them extendo ponytails and shit. Mm. Let me tell y'all, I ain't got time for it. Like, where your bubbles at? Where your bubbles at? Because right. I, I need to know. I didn't start dressing sexier until I was probably ninth grade. And even in the ninth grade, like, sexier to me was like a little mini skirt. I'm trying to think what I was. I wasn't dressing sexy in ninth grade. I was wearing um, the monogram shirts with the A on it. Amber was obsessed with chocolate in um pink and brown it was like in for like that season in ninth grade everything was chocolate and pink. everything was chocolate and everything had like a's on it everything had your initials you could buy shirts with b's on it and amber wanted that a on every fucking thing yeah i think she had on a shirt she had on a bag mm-hmm. it was just everywhere and that's how i dressed so i definitely that didn't happen for me till later. Exactly. Like yeah, later for me in high school. And I was a fucking and weirdo. And I also wasn't anyway. having sex like these 15-year-olds is doing. So, hey. That's another thing, too, whatever. You know, everything is... It's the accessibility of sex and social media and i mean when i was you know younger there were things that you know we didn't even know about that we had to like ask about like phrases and you know things that we just weren't aware of and like i i saw like a video when there was a little kid and he was in class and the little kids were laughing that it stunk in there and the little boy yeah that's like pussy in here (laughs) (laughs) and the teacher could not control her laughter because she you know she <laughs> she was just so taken aback by it that she she was thrown off so she was just like oh my god like you're not supposed to be talking like that and now that i think about it even now i have to catch myself around younger kids we don't have a filter anymore mm-hmm. and you know when i was younger we never even really heard my mom curse did we 
We didn't hear her curse like that. We didn't hear. I didn't think that she cussed. I didn't think she she. She didn't. You might hear my mom say shit every once in a while or ass or something like that. But my mom, she didn't do a whole lot of crazy talking, wild talking. We knew that if my mama was on the phone, you need to get the fuck up out her room. You know what I'm saying? It just. It just didn't go down like that. Y'all be drinking around y'all kids. That's the other little thing. You know, these kids having these elaborate birthday parties, which I did um, talk about in um, a previous episode. Y'all got kids holding up sparkling cider bottles like they in the club. Right. Where did they learn that from? Why do they have to grow up so fast? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. Like, they have their lives to... They'll get there. Let them enjoy being. Yes. I mean, and that's all the way down to these babies. Y'all all all want y'all kids to be so fucking advanced. Y'all want y'all all my babies 18 months and already recognizing sight words. Well, bitch, good for you. Cause now you can't spell ice cream around your kid without them knowing what the fuck you talking about. Cause guess what? If you didn't have to spell around a kid, you missed it. I still be having to spell around kids. Uh, yeah, she wanted to go to the P-A-R-K. She don't know I'm spelling park. And she don't need to know I'm spelling goddamn park. Y'all kids is too fucking grown. Y'all need to be watching what these kids watching on these devices. You know, just like what they're, what they're into. Like, are your kids picking out these clothes? Or are you picking them out for them? I just want to know. Also, the labels. Y'all are label crazy with these kids. I mean... I literally watched a video of a child that was upset because he saw a a sale tag on the Jordans that his father had bought him. Mm -hmm. And he was like, these ain't new, man. These got a sale sticker on it. When when did these come out? Why the fuck do you even know that? Why is that important to you? It's happening too fast. He was young. He was like in elementary school. Oh, my God. And then he was like, man, these ain't new. And was so upset that... He wasn't like in some new release drop Jordans and could tell that this was a sales sticker on the box. Wow. I'm done. I'm done with these kids. I'm Do I even want kids at this point? Look at this point. The kids is not look, y'all I could go on on and on. It's just it's all happening so fast. This is the thing that people need to realize. Social media was an experiment. The internet, in general, was an experiment. Nobody knew how this was going to go. Nobody knew how this was going to play out. And now, things are moving so rapidly. We're in this popcorn microwave society that just got to have it now, 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 now. And it's just crazy to me. So, I guess we all need to slow down as a society in general. You know, we just have access to so much shit these kids that i don't blame them for wanting to grow up fast but you know we have to get a handle on that um i don't have kids but i know that i would want my kids to be trendy and feel like they're fresh going to school but at the same time these kids are getting hollered at younger and younger i'm seeing girls in high school who look like they're 25 Mm -hmm. you know i mean eyebrows painted on i mean y'all are contouring in high school are you fucking kidding me yeah it's really the time that's what's scary it's like damn by the time i have kids how was that shit when i was in school the only people who wore makeup was the white girls Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. Black girls did not, and even white girls who wore makeup only wore like eyeliner wore and mascara. Yeah, we would put like little stuff on, but like the white girls wore like mascara every day and like wingtip eyeliner, mm-hmm. and that was like radical. Like, whoa, this bitch is wearing makeup to it school. Was lip gloss for me. Yeah, I didn't even mess with an eyebrow brush, eyebrow pencil, or any of that until I was well into college or something. Oh yeah, the eyebrows—that's something new. Yeah, why, why, why did your ninth grader? We got, we got them arched later in high school, but I was like, well, even in middle school, we got our eyebrows waxed. We got our eyebrows waxed in middle school. About, I think it was about probably eighth grade. That was like the first time we got our nails done. That was the first time we were able to dye our hair. You know, there were little milestones, but I'm literally seeing girls in fifth grade with little nail tips on and stuff. What the fuck? First of all, you're damaging your nails. That's number one. Just get the little press-ons that we used to get, that we could only get, like, on the weekends. You weren't allowed to wear them to school. You wore them, like, in the neighborhood when you was playing Shake It Senorita outside. You feel me? Like, that was us being grown. Shaking like a milkshake. Shaking like it. I mean, oh, she wild us to the bottom. She wild us to the top. Like, that was us being fresh. And now these kids, they don't even know. They they don't even know the nursery rhymes, y'all. They don't even know. They don't even know Tweet Lee 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 Tweet Top. They don't even know that. Yeah, they, they, they watching Grace's Corner and shit. I don't have time for this. But I guess that is the way of the world. Everything's so interconnected. Just protect these kids at all costs because this is why these fucking pedophile ass motherfuckers is hollering at your ninth grade daughter. Because she has titties and ass and she's wearing a lace front that she bought on Amazon. Like, <laughs> what the off. fuck? Not off Amazon. Oh, gosh. This picture of Lil Where Nas Where they getting this money? That's just the question. Like, the parents, y'all buying them? Right. Is they, are they getting an allowance? Because I don't remember ever having money in high school unless I had a job. Mm. My mom didn't send me to school money. Like, you might get $5. Or something to like buy something from the school store. But <clears throat> even going shopping, my parents, even up until I could like buy my own clothes, went shopping with me. They, I don't know. Are y'all just sending the kids out with money and saying, go get whatever you want for school? Mm-hmm. I'm just. And then I guess I get it. You know, the girls that wear the uniforms want to, you know, stand out in some kind of way. So. You know, we're getting into this whole, you know, makeup, tracks, you know, all of that. I mean, why do y'all even know how to bust down a lace front in high school? Like, you too. Oh my gosh, I, I can't take it. But, you know, with that being said, uh, it's not just the whole sign of the times that I'm talking about in terms of our kids being grown. School is just changing in general, for how our kids learn how they receive information. Um, I don't think there's homework anymore. Um, A lot of schools have done away with homework. Um, They don't feel like the kids are learning when they give them homework. They feel like they've already been at school for such and such hours of the day. And when you send them home with homework, you don't give them a chance to be involved in extracurricular activities and things like that. So I get it. Um, But these kids are going home and playing fucking video games. I literally have to tell my girlfriend to turn her headphones off sometimes because I'm hearing little suburban white kids call people niggas on Grand Theft Auto. Nigga this, nigga that, fuck you, cursing, cursing, cursing. 
I'm gonna hold the parents accountable. You know, I know that we're in a fucked up society where we no longer have the option of staying home. And I feel bad for, you know, parents who don't have that choice, who have to send their kids to daycare all day and aftercare because they're working two jobs just to make ends meet. And I want to blame the parents, but at the same time, life, again, is just moving so fast. Things are more expensive. Um, You know, housing's more expensive. Gas has gone up. Everything is just more expensive. So, look we're growing and we're evolving we just need to do it in the right ways so with that being said switching shifting gears a little bit with how things are rapidly changing on a collegiate level we have uh you know all the college students went back to school um and the hbcus have been encountering uh what i call an invasion of sorts okay so um tiktok of course y'all know it's my favorite tiktok came out after the kids went back to school and you were seeing a lot of rush videos so if you don't know what rush videos are they're predominantly white sororities it is their pledging process basically and alabama rush was uh really prevalent on tiktok because people were making fun of it that they were literally all these cookie cutter white girls dressed in their Lulu or Lily, whatever the fuck you call it, tennis skirts, same kind of shirts, same jewelry, same kind of shoes. They all wear the same thing. They talk the same way. They're just the fucking same. They're fucking cookie cutters of each other. Mm-hmm. And they were showing their pledging process. And at PWIs, which are predominantly white institutions, were also showing how. There are black girls who have started joining their sororities. So there was this huge backlash on TikTok about, you know, why would a black woman want to go to uh, a sorority on a predominantly white institution or whatever? Why would you want to join and all of that? And, um, you know, the, the topic basically came up that HBCUs are being invaded by white people i'm not understanding that these spaces that are traditionally safe spaces for black people that were created because we weren't allowed in your institutions are now being invaded by white folks why do y'all even want to go to an hbcu i'm this is a huge thing right now. I mean, I read article after article after article about the percentage of the white population going up at traditionally HBCU schools. I'm talking about white guys at Morehouse and white girls at Spelman, which literally are all black campuses. And and historically, you might hear about maybe one or two um people white people which on the campus they were affectionately called white girl or white boy that's how you referred to them because they were the only ones and it was like a one and done thing it was like okay we'll, we'll take it you know we got you the problem that is happening again i don't know if this is a sign of the times and you know is this the new way of the world but we are now being forced to share our safe spaces with white people. Now, um, 
the conversation is basically about entitlement here. Is that why do you feel like you are even entitled to come into this safe space? This is the same as um, if you watch the show Grownish, um, where they were they had like a black student coalition that white people were trying to in, um, join because they wanted to educate themselves about the experience and they wanted to understand you know, where the oppression was coming from and how to combat it. And I get it. You want to be a part of the solution. But a part of the problem is that you're here in the first place. Yeah. Now, they uh, have, you know, um, reversed it and said some things uh, to the effect of, you know, that's reverse racism. And, um, you know, why why aren't we allowed, you know, mm-hmm. here or whatever. And, again, this is... This is, oh gosh, I hate to say it. It's it's part of that, you know, uh, oh gosh, I I know I have some white listeners too. I don't want to offend anybody, but it's part of feeling like you need to be a part of something that you're not allowed to be a part of. It's like the He-Man Woman Haters Club. And so I'm a girl, so I want to get in. Mm -hmm. And it just, it doesn't feel right. I mean, so what are they saying? So, uh, all these videos and things you watch, has any of these people... The white people? Yeah. Um, there was this one guy, whatever, who... Not only was he at uh, HBCU, he had also pledged to a frat. And, uh, you know, he was saying that, you know, he grew up in a black neighborhood. And, you know, he kind of just identified with you know, being around a lot of people of color and that when he went to go visit some of these other colleges, he just didn't feel welcome there and he felt like an outsider. All right, whatever, I get it. The problem that students are having with this is that these white folks come onto these campuses and start to join clubs and now they want to pledge D9, traditionally black divine nine organizations and now you're crossing the line. Yeah, like stop what you're doing. Not only oh, that, is that when these people, these white folks come onto these black campuses, all of a sudden you have uh, news channels from YouTube like Vice and um, other channels who now want to come and they want to interview you. They want to know what it's like for you going to a traditionally black college. They want to know about your experience. They want to hear about your day-to-day and what made you choose Howard University. But the problem is here, they, you know, that they were talking about in some of the articles is that there are other students who have stories to tell. That they're the first person in their family to go to college that they got here themselves that they went through the muck and mire to get here and you want to interview timothy (laughs) who decided because this this is the problem here what happens is y'all go to this is why i was bringing up alabama all of these girls look the same y'all are the same y'all move the same all that so there's nothing special about you So you fall into the number with the other 5,000 white girls who look just like you and whose college experience is all going to sound the same. Well, why do that when I can really make myself, 
you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm, I stand out now because I've decided to go to an HBCU. That's the fact that they even feel comfortable with that. Again, someone said this on a TikTok and it resonated with me so bad. Your mediocrity was too much for you on your campus. Mm -hmm. So you had to be singled out and you wanted to feel special for something. You weren't, you were nobody at your college. You were another person in the number. And now you came over here and you're the white girl on campus. You're the black, you're the white guy on campus. You're the white girl who pledged Delta. Right. You, you, you have a story to tell now. My God. Like, some brownie point. Like, what, what is that doing for you? Like, just to say you did it? Like, so there was a story. There's a girl. There, there's, there was three main um, people that they were talking about in some of the articles I was seeing. There was a white girl. I don't know her name. She pledged Delta. Mm-hmm. And um, after pledging Delta... I guess people were saying something to her online and she proceeded to say, oh, I guess you didn't go to college. You don't know anything about the divine nine organization something basically a very backhanded condescending thing that she said to someone Mm -hmm. that basically hit the nail on the head and said, that's why you shouldn't be here. Mm -hmm. That right there, that superiority complex that you have, with people is why you should not be here they're called safe black spaces for a reason that i should be able to come here amongst people who think like me we all wash with washcloths okay we're all on the same thing we don't you know we look we don't wash our hair every day we don't have people asking to touch our hair like we're in a safe space so when you come in to our safe space and and be made this special, you know, like they treat you like you're a deity or something because you decided to go to an HBCU, no one's rolling up on a predominantly white campus and asking you about your black experience here. And you want to know why? Because they don't care. Right. They don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. So it pisses black students off when, why is your experience so much more important than mine because you decided to break the mold and come to a black school right and so that is the problem again they have that obviously you know you needed to stand out somewhere and your mediocrity was killing you to be a basic white bitch and you had to come to the hbcu where everyone all eyes is going to be on you at all times Black person never go to um, right white school. Why? Like, nigga, you'll be fucking lynched somewhere. Exactly. Like, why? Why? Why aren't you talking about that? Why? But again, PWIs don't want to highlight black students. Right. They don't want to highlight you. So what makes you think you can bring your ass over here and get some damn some clout? Like the uh, there was uh, the white guy. He was like a drum major. I don't know if you were seeing him. In some viral videos, he was, like, the white boy who could, like, dance real good. And he was, like, the drum majors who was, like, in the front or whatever. And, and uh, you know, people were saying, again, that there were tons of other black drum majors who were way better than him. Mm-hmm. And that as soon as we get into this conversation that as soon as white people do things that we do, and not even that good, they are special now all of a sudden. Oh, this white girl can dance. Oh, this white boy can sing. Right. Now, all of a sudden, you're special. Well, we got talent, baby. 
<laughs> we got talent. It oozes from our pores, from our ancestors on down, baby. Like, it's here. We don't even have to fight that hard for it. So, I understood the plight of, you know, so many, um, you know, so many of the college students having a problem with this because they noticed an uptick in, you know, white folks coming to their school. And I think this is also a... the whole fucking purpose. Mm Mm-hmm. So is this the future? Right. Is this the future? And this is why, you know, I wanted to have this conversation because, again, everything is changing so fast. Is this what we have to look forward to? Are we going to get to the point where Howard's campus is 50% white? And then we'll be put in this box that we're gatekeeping if we say we've reached our white quota. Right. And you, no, no, no mas. You can't come in. Right. Can that happen? Is that a thing? I don't know, but I believe it's a thing at PWIs. I believe at predominantly white institutions that they want to keep their, you know, just like these Ivy League schools, they have a diversity quota to meet. And they are by law, if they want to keep their funding, they have to have such amount of black people you know, different minorities and people that go to their school. And it's just like, no one's talking about that experience with you though. And so I go back to, um, some of these, uh, black girls who were speaking about their sorority experience in a white um, organization were getting backlash and people saying, why would you do that? Why would you subject yourself to that? I mean, um, they were saying that Alabama uh, sororities were not integrated with black people until 2013. What? 2013. So you wanted to be a part of an organization that up until a few years ago wouldn't even let black people in. And some of these uh, black girls were saying that their experience, whether it had been suburban or however they grew up, adopted in white families, that they identified more with the PWI experience. And I guess, you know, they were basically saying, you know, we can't win because on a black campus, I'm not black enough. Mm-hmm. And on a predominantly white campus, you know, I'm the black girl trying to fit in. Right. And so... You know, while I don't believe in um, um, lawful segregation, do I believe there are safe spaces for particular groups of people that should not be invaded by minorities who do not belong to that group? I absolutely believe that. And that's part, I don't want to see that change. Mm-hmm. Howard should be Howard. Bethune Cookman, that is all of these black traditionally let's not make this a thing yeah like and and this again is the access to social media that these white girls have now Mm -hmm. you know black culture is cool now right but culture is the thing white girls can wear long nails now and it's not ghetto (laughs) i mean kylie's doing it you know it's it's the it's the thing and so now you want to fully and be embraced into that experience with Mm -hmm. us because now you see how fucking dope we are Mm -hmm. 
And we don't want to be all the same. And our trends are different. And we have style. We have flair. And we're creative and all of these things. And we're not cookie cutter like some of the white folks can be. If you if you notice, y'all all dress the same. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't. I don't want to hate on y'all nothing, but when something is popular in white culture, everybody's doing it. I guess I never paid attention. Absolutely. You because you don't dress how they dress and you don't, you know, wear what they wear or whatever. So the things that are popular to them, we we won't understand. Like there are like brands that they wear now, like um, Lily and some other brands I've been seeing this whole outfit of the day that they've been doing. All the white girls are dressing the same. Maybe they you know all... because you like being on TikTok. It's like, I don't even know why I would see so many white people that I would know that they all dress the same. They all dress the same. And see, we're not in high school or anything anymore, so you can't really, you know, peep it. But I really think it's just now that, you know, with the evolution of hip-hop has taken over. Hip-hop is, you know, the constant. We shape the fashion. We shape the music. We shape everything you know and so it's just like you know they want to dive into it head first and i you know part of me gets that i you know we 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 bomb as fuck but you find the line find the motherfucking line okay because i don't want to go to a step show for deltas and see five or six white girls on their line i don't want to see that i I don't want to see it okay Look, I look. We can we 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 gotta start gatekeeping some shit, okay? Because it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, and they said like it's like really on the rise now. I mean, I was seeing multiple TikToks about people at HBCU campuses. Like, where all these white people come from on campus? Like, I go here to put myself in that bubble. Right. And and it's not anything against white people or anything like that. But every space has been your space. You were never cut out of anything and said, you can't sit here. You can't go here. You can't be a part of this. That's never been a part of your narrative. Right. And again, so now, because now that you, you know, again, you feel like you got to invade some shit because it's like Chris Brown said, how you going to hate from the outside of the club? You can't even get in. So now you feel like it's it's that human need to just see what's on the other side. You got to see it so bad. And it's just, I, I, I can't do it. I'm not going to be able to do it. it. It's all happening too fast around me from the little kiddos all the way on up through college. I don't know what the fuck is going on with y'all, but y'all need to get it together with a V. Okay, per. And I wanted to talk about it just because school has just started. And if you have had an experience at, you know, an HBCU um, or a predominantly white institution, did you go to a PWI? How was your experience? Did you, you know, pledge a sorority or fraternity, you know, um, at a PWI? What has that experience been like? For you, I would love to know. Once again, you know, we're going to have to decide how we're going to change this narrative. You know, again, like, is this going to be something that's okay? Is this going to be something that we're going to have to put a cap on? How do we do that without stepping on toes? 
you know, how do we protect the black diaspora, you know, for these HBCUs? It's so important for them, for a lot of kids who've never even been to school to have access to even go to a historically black college. So, um, yeah, that's my spiel for today. Um, I mean, we could talk about how a bunch of other things are changing, but I was focusing on that because the start of school has been so different for so many reasons because of COVID, um, you know, just because of how fast and how rapidly everything is moving now, the trends, you know, now we're always on TikTok, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook. We have everything just telling us who we should be, what we should wear, what we should do, what we should listen to. And so we're really all just growing up a little bit too fast. We're moving at the speed of light. And I think everything just needs to slow down. Evolution evolution is here, baby. But yeah, I don't think it's going to happen. But I would love for things to just kind of hit the, the, the pause button for a second. Yeah, and I don't have kids now. I, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know about this. I don't know this. I don't know what to do. But yeah. Um. Any thoughts to wrap it up, Ems? Um. Again, I'm not hating. If you go to an HBCU and you are a minority on campus, more power to you. That takes a lot of guts to show up on a historically black campus. I would be worried I'm getting bullied or something. Oh, my God. going to fuck around and slut you out. Yeah, but see, the thing about it is social media turns these people into celebrities they turn these people into oh my god you see white girl on campus she pledged delta go off white girl you know the white dude who strolls he doesn't even stroll that good but because he's white everyone focuses on him focuses on her, her and now you're worried about their journey when there are a bunch of other amazing students around you right. that you could be talking to about their fucking journeys wouldn't be paying them no fucking mind. yeah like i would have to act like you weren't there but again it's just such a slap in the face it kind of so is it is the entitlement it's the entitlement for me i mean any way you fucking slice it i look whatever um y'all i tell y'all all the time Hit us up on um we need to go live because Yeah, um we supposed to be going live soon. What happens is, you know, I'm not dressed and you know, we just kinda bullshit come to each other's house and do the pod, but I'm manifesting bigger and better things for the podcast. Discipline, discipline, discipline. We've been talking about it. Just trying to be better and stay focused and stay on task because you know, I really do love the show. I love the people that listen. I've been having a lot of people ask, where is the show been at? So, I'm here! Girl. Hit us up on um, Gmail. QueenBTPodcast at gmail.com. Queen, the letter B, T-E-A, podcast at gmail.com. The uh, podcast Instagram is the same thing. QueenBTPodcast. Hit us up. Um, both Amber and I have links to our personal Instagrams from there as well. Like I said, if you want to see the picture of us in middle school, we're going to put it up on the Instagram. <laughs> if you want to see Amber's vitamin E drip lip, make sure you go ahead and hit up the Instagram. The drip lip. Um, all, as you know, I'm always looking for topics, things to talk about, people to talk about. Send me your letters. I, I don't care. Just talk to us, damn it. Because I feel like I'm just talking to the universe at this point. Are you there? Call her. Yeah. 
I do. What are we watching tonight? Um, I don't know. I've been watching Fantasy Island. We both been watching The Circle. The, oh yes, season three of The Circle came out, y'all. The Circle is such a good show to me. It's it's corny, but I like it. Oh well, it, it is corny. Um, it can be a lot. The Circle, Fantasy Island. Um, what else came back on? Something I came don't know. on. I can't wait for um Insecure in October. Oh, can't wait. And cannot you, wait. Was coming soon. Too. Oh yeah, you watched you. Yeah, I wasn't really into that. Just like she doesn't watch Raising Kane and y'all know y'all been watching Raising. I know. I didn't watch it's Power. Good. It's real fucking juicy. Raising Kane is bomb. I, I need to watch it. I think I, maybe I might be into that a little bit. I watched like the first two seasons of Power, and then I was over it. Raising Kane, that is you know. That is a um, 50 cent story from when he was a kid. So that's not really attached to power. So you can start raising Canaan without okay. watching power. So I'll go ahead and because Get Richard Dodge Trying was my shit. I actually started Insecure over. so Because now mom's watching it. Why she, do I keep fucking watching I don't know. She never watched Insecure. So she said it was on TV. So she was like starting it. I'm watching that. Um, I'm watching like. I'm watching a lot of black TV right now. I'm watching Queen Sugar. I started watching Miss Pat on BET Plus. She is crazy. I didn't finish it, but Tammy Roman is so fucking funny. Like, yeah, she's so funny. So, there's a lot to watch. Um, I'm watching Nine Perfect Strangers. That has been a doozy. That's crazy. What is that on? Hulu, I think. It might come on regular TV, but it is I want to say my friend was just talking to me about that it's, today. It's wild. And I was wondering what the hell it was. It's weird. Well, I need something. It and it's be, wild. I'm working on some flyers, y'all. I'm starting teeth whitening. I'm expanding my vision. Yes. Yes. So I'm going to start teeth whitening. And I need to get some flyers on because, you know, it was more professional. Yeah. Amber got scrubs and everything, y'all. She's really <laughs> official tissue now. <laughs> Maybe she could stop wearing body suits to do work. No, but no, because they want to see the body. Sometimes okay, well, that makes see sense. The body. They that always makes ask, sense. like, they want to know. Like, what's your booty looking like? What's your body, yaddy, yaddy looking like? And you need to see that I'm snatched his waist. Well, did I tell y'all on the last episode that Amber used me as a model? Did I, t- did I tell them? No. That? We oh, my gosh. I don't even have time to talk about that shit right now because I've been on for two hours. Baby. You can see Bianca's booty. <laughs> Y'all, she did some work on this uh, dunk, and let me just say that it's an experience, okay? It's, it's, it's... Bianca's dramatic anyway. It's an experience, mm, okay? More power to you. It does get the job done. And I, that's coming from a big booty bitch, so... <laughs> yeah, there it is. Maybe I'll do the stomach thing. Okay. Okay, because, you know, I'm not drinking during the week, so, you All know, right. this could work out. Okay. All right, um, I love y'all. Um, This was a little bit of a longer show. If you stuck in with us to the all way to the end, I love you for free sugars. If you're not subscribed to this podcast, 99 cent a month, y'all. 99 cent. There are some people that pay more, up to $9.99 a month um, to subscribe to this podcast. But please support. 99 cent a month is $12 for the whole year to support us to gain more visibility to get more sponsorships i'm working on it so y'all gotta work with me meet meet me where we're at um tell a friend to tell a friend you know if you're not in the podcast listen to one episode subscribe to us on apple Podcasts, spotify google anchor just hit that little button and follow us support is free okay y'all motherfuckers be selling plates and, (laughs) and, and, and and making cakes and 
uh, uh, doing hair and well, we all that. Go live. We need to commit to that. Yeah, we're we're gonna start there. But you know, I love y'all for loving me and being there, whatever, for the tea with Queen B. Y'all know. <sighs> I be going through it. But I'm here though, and we're gonna be back next week, okay, y'all? Like for real. I'm gonna drop this episode and then we're gonna do it again, like on time. Okay? Discipline, discipline, discipline. Okay, again. Okay, we love y'all for free. Bye. Bye.